It is uh, National Potato Day today, so just wanted to congratulate everybody for, for being here on such a special day. It is a special day. I love my complex carbohydrates. What would you say is your favorite form of potato? Don't ask me questions I can't answer. Beautiful in all forms. I'll ask everybody else then. Jeanette on the text line says crinkle fries are the best. And so I think her and I are fighting because they're not the best. Mm. Although, remember that McCain's commercial from the 90s of the little boy with the glasses and he's yeah. putting ketchup on each individual crinkle fry? He mm. definitely makes those look appealing. And I got to give some credit to crinkle fries if you're having poutine because they catch the cheese very well. Really? It's like, well, the... The waves. Yeah. You end up with gravy in the waves, and then the cheese kind of sticks to them. I've actually just, I had my first time having it last night from Beer Keg. It's uh, pizza potato bombs. From where? Beer Cade. Beer Cade. It was like a ball of potatoes wrapped in like pepperoni deep fried that you dip in pizza sauce. Sounds healthy. That sounds really good. (laughs) It was. (laughs) Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Do you, do you remember the Canada Day party where you had a huge poutine bar and then you uh, undercooked all of the French fries? Yeah. How could I forget? There was somebody who threw their plate of French fries in the fire because they were so disgusted by them. And then two hours later, they turned to me and they were like, hey, Lisa, I think your fries are done. Then the ones I threw in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite form of tater? I don't think you can find a pile of fries that tastes better than your high school cafeteria's fries Again. or a small town hockey arena. They'd hand it to you in that little cardboard boat, and it was just engulfed in seasoning salt. It's a matchless beauty. Mm-hmm. There's nothing better than that. And everyone listening right now is going to argue that their high school had the best. Like Jen texting and saying, O'Leary, Northside, best cheese fries so basically it was the classic deep fried fries with seasoning salt that had nacho cheese poured on them but they weren't spicy serving was three bucks best deal you could get great price great prices i'd like to go with uh, an unconventional answer and it's the squared hash browns not the shredded ones with uh hollandaise sauce that just ends up on your plate from your eggs benny what is hollandaise sauce it's like warm mayonnaise I hate to tell you that. That kind of grosses yeah, me Yeah, yeah. It's like it, eggs, cream is the base of it. Because everybody always talks about hollandaise sauce is so hard to make. It is, yeah. Because it like can get clumpy really quick. And oh. You need like the right temperature. I might be wrong, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that I haven't made hollandaise sauce except for from the packet. It's still pretty good. It's just powder. Dip your square hash browns in it. I'm telling you. Okay. It's the best. I don't know if there's anything more disappointing than going to a breakfast joint and you get shredded. But some people love it. Yeah, it holds the pepper really well. No, but here's the thing is when you go to take a bite and you open it up, they're always wet and undercooked underneath. Oh. Don't you agree now that you're thinking about it? Yeah, so the first bites are good. First, barely though. Okay. It's a, it's a bold stance. It is we'll a bold stance, it. but I feel like a lot of people agree that the cubed hash browns at breakfast joints are always better. What do you think uh, best form of potato here on National Potato Day is? I uh, love my grandma's mashed potatoes. What well, made them so special? Yeah. She just loads them with butter and cream. Okay, that's the thing about grandmas and moms is I don't think we want to know how much butter they mm. add it to dishes. Like, if it tastes good, it's because they put an entire tub of margarine in the dish. 
Exactly. No, my wife my wife said that she uses so much butter she won't even make it the same way, so I don't even want to know how much. <laughs> <laughs> I remember at one point my mom looked at uh, my brothers and I who all could use to lose a few pounds. I think we were talking about, like, biggest regrets, and Mom's like, I've probably fed you three too much butter. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> probably shouldn't have put so much butter in every single meal that I served you as children. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks for the call, man. We Thanks, appreciate Jerry. it. Thanks. Take care, guys. What would you say the age range is for a cougar? Like, 35-plus? I would say 35-plus, and that does pain me in a way, because if you think back to American Pie, Jennifer Coolidge was 35 when she played Stifler's wow. mom. Wow. I know. And when remember when that movie first came out, you're like, yeah, she's old. No, she wasn't. We were just young and just didn't understand. I've always had a uh, big crush on cougars, even when I was a young lad. Yeah? Yeah, just like crushes on teachers, crushes on <laughs> like my buddy's moms, aunties. Not my serious? aunties, my buddy's aunties. Yeah, for sure. And like older sisters, no doubt oh, about yeah, it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The older siblings... That was definitely uh, the best when you'd go to your friend's house because you knew mm -hmm. you'd see their older siblings. So there are certain things that I think uh, you can you can project if you want to be a cougar. Like I think the leopard print is an example of that. Uh, yeah, you level up for sure if you're wearing any type of animal print. Sure. And like deeply blonde dyed hair. Lipstick on the teeth. Sure. Add it to the list. Uh, but I, I think one of the other stipulations is that young fellas need to be into it, right? Like, to to be a true cougar, you got to have some attention from younger guys. Yep. And I've noticed that that's been happening a lot to you lately. Just out of nowhere, too. Like, teenage boys mm -hmm. are fancying you lately. So I think... You're almost 35. No, you, I'm not. Well. I just turned 32. In February. So you're almost 33, which is closer to 35 than 30. Okay. Sorry about that. It's fine. <laughs> well, I, that was I a death stare. I actually, I don't even think 35 is old. No. I don't even think 40 is old. Thank you. Which, by the way, you turn 40 in less than two weeks. Just yeah. a reminder. Yo, thank you. Appreciate yeah, that. No problem. I just wanted to remind you. So, um. It's actually more than two weeks. <laughs> is it? Mm-hmm. It's like two Two and a half weeks. Oh, right. Sorry. I just <laughs> forgot your actual birthday. Uh, but so I think uh, all of these things are leading me to believe that you may be in full cougar mode now. So congratulations. Thank you. Uh, a couple things that have happened lately that I've been around for pretty wild. One, you were going into your sister's home and some boys were playing road hockey next door and said after you had gone inside, they yelled, Hey, hot lady, why are you going inside? Come back outside. I didn't hear that. I did, and I laughed very hard. It was awesome. Uh, then another one was you were team hotties for a uh, bunnock tournament that we were having in the backyard at a friend's cabin. And I said something about, hey, team hotties, like, keep it up. And, and By the I, way, we did not name our own team. Ryder named it. Just an FYI. And one of the guys said, Team Hotties, you can say that again. And he would have been about 12. <laughs> he was saying it about his buddy's mom and you. See, that's the thing. is His his buddy's mom was on the team. He was probably more so talking about his buddy's mom. It was a joke. No, but then what happened with the Snapchat picture with those two young guys? 
So 12-year-olds are really into Snapchat. Mm -hmm. I thought it was long gone. I thought it was a thing of the past. No, heavily on the Snapchat. And I was standing, well, I moved into the frame of their picture by accident. I was standing behind them, but they were lower than me. So it was just their faces and my butt. Mm -hmm. And I even thought, oh, no. I think I was in that picture. And then I heard one of them say, oh, you better save that one. That's a good one. Legendary. Legendary. (laughs) (laughs) So I think you've fully transformed. It's amazing. Do I get a medal? What do I get for this? A pack of darts. I was going to say a pack of gum. <laughs> every time I meet, every time I see someone that I think is a cougar, they always chew with their chew gum with their mouth open. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we were chatting about the creepiest lyrics from a song that you can think of. <laughs> Lots of great suggestions rolling in. Yeah, absolutely, and Backstreet Boys actually one of them. Yes. From the song Drowning. Listen to these lyrics. Great song, uh, but Love yes. Love me some mouth-to-mouth. <laughs> Love me mouth-to-mouth is super creepy. Great contribution on the text line from that. Yeah, that's awesome. Also, that song is going to sound so good when they're performing it at Roger's Place. Yeah. And again, we have the after-party tickets to Midway. You can win your way in, and some of the Backstreet Boys are going to actually be hosting it there, so you can meet them, which will be super sweet. Maroon 5 has some pretty creepy lyrics mm-hmm. in their song, Animals. Baby, I'm playing on you tonight. Hunch you down, eat your life. Just like animals. Praying on you. I don't know how I feel about those lyrics. For sure. And I've sung that song Mm. probably a thousand times. You just don't think about it, A hundred times, yeah. And I've never thought about how praying on you tonight, track you down and eat you alive is... Terrible. Now, this suggestion to 780-784-7107 is very popular. There's a lot of people that are mentioning the police and their song, Every Breath You Take. Which sounds like a romantic song. It is. And everybody loved it when it came out and would sing along and would think of their partner or somebody that they liked. But when you really listen to the lyrics, Mm -hmm. stalker vibes. watching me while I drive. What if I'm picking my nose? I feel like the majority of the contributions so far are uh, are stalker songs. Oh, yeah. Like, ah. the, there's more. Like, the Animals by Maroon 5, I guess, wasn't necessarily mm. stalker. Well, yeah. Track You Down. Praying on You Tonight. Yeah. Ew. Stalker vibes. What's that song from Robin that you love? Dancing on My Own. Yeah. Because there's a line in there where she's like, watching you... I'm in the corner watching you kiss. That's weird. (laughs) Stop doing that. Um, Kyla wrote in saying we need to talk about the lyrics in Enrique Iglesias' Escape. Again. (laughs) Again. Just full-blown stalker. Mm -hmm. Yeah, lots of people talking about B44 on our text line, which, Mm -hmm. by the way, was the first song I ever called into a radio station to request. They never played it. See, that's not that creepy to me. No, it's not. But when you were a kid singing those lyrics, you had no idea what Mm -hmm. what it was actually about. Same with To Become One. I was singing that when I was like seven. 
all the time out loud in front of adults, and they're probably like, can you stop? Yeah, <laughs> totally. Uh, the song that really did it for me is I was working at a country station at my first job, and this song came on. It's called Daddy's Hands. And I was just like, what am I listening to right now? Yeah. cute it's just when you take it out of context then it gets weird valid dallas wrote in saying how about adele in the song hello why would she call a thousand times what a creep Uh, we've all been there (laughs) called a thousand times absolutely i don't think i've been there i have (laughs) <laughs> Kendall says, how about when you guys play the song uh, Too Close Next in the 90s at 9? Mm-hmm. The quote, I feel a little poke coming through. That whole song is really, here's, here's some more of it. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> I know it's not really Friday vibes to have a quick round of complaint corner. Okay, well then you better make this quick. Get it out of your system before the weekend. Yeah, I have a blanket statement to make. Ooh. It's actually like a statement about blankets. They're not long enough anymore. The good old days, blankets used to be long enough that when you laid down with one, it would reach your feet and up to your neck. That's because your grandma made it. Yeah, and grandma knew what she was doing. That's what blankets are for. Now, almost every second blanket I run into... It's like it goes to my shins. It's a throw blanket. Or if I want it over my feet, it's just like at my belly button. Well, that's why they make them small on purpose, I think, because they're trying to encourage you to curl up and relax. Oh, you have to curl up in order for it to reach your toes. That's ridiculous. Did we have an issue? Did somebody complain that the blankets are getting too long? Or did people just start making short, dumb blankets? They're not dumb. They are dumb. They're decor. They can, can't they be decor if they're long? That would look silly. Take the exact same blanket, fold it in half, and then use it as decor. I guess, yeah, you could scrunch it up uh, to make it look nice. My sister does this for a living, and I don't know how she does it. Every time she comes over, she'll, like, make everything look good, even if it looks messy. Does that make sense? Like, she'll throw a blanket on the couch, but somehow it looks good. Right. And then I try to recreate it after I use the said blanket. It looks dumb. looks ridiculous. Yeah. Hmm. So, so longer blankets. That's my blanket statement. You know what? I'm going to support you. Thank you. In a way, because I do think throw blankets are overpriced for the size of them. Yeah. What do, what do I need this doily for? <laughs> get you get your stupid doily. <laughs> your stupid blanket off my couch. It's just a napkin. <laughs> Caught a coworker leaving the bathroom here at the office yesterday with food in their hand. Was that coworker Lisa? Nope. It was not Lisa. I never remember to bring food to work. It was a dude that we work with. I won't call him out by name, but... What kind of food are we talking? Like, I think it depends what they're eating. Like, was it a uh, 12-inch sub? Because that'd be weird. Like, close. How did you... Did I talk to you about this already? No. Was it Badass Jacks? I've always wanted Badass Jacks. <laughs> In the bathroom? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was like a mini sub. Okay. That I think they might have heated up because I could smell Ew. the sub in... I think I smelled the sub in the work kitchen afterwards. So I think it was like a high guard pizza sub. Right. And then four hours later, you'd be able to smell it in the bathroom. And like there are certain foods that if you heat up in a microwave and you don't eat them right away, they're like... 
pretty much useless. Like I'm talking pizza pops. If you leave one of those for too long after microwaving it, they get like that hard crust. And high guard pizza subs are like that. Mm, they get crispy. That's why you kind of leave them in the bag while you eat them. This was not in the bag. Ew, he was raw dog in it. Do you ever think about that? You're just eating out of a plastic bag. We're all just throwing that in the microwave. Yeah. Healthy. So okay, I guess so, the least we should worry about is germs. So they were eating it while walking out? They came out of the bathroom. It was half eaten in their hand as I was walking in the bathroom. Did you say something? No. I gave them a look that would have said something, though. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm uncomfortable I, with the idea of eating in the bathroom. Can you eat in your own bathroom? Because I do. Like, I'll eat in the bathroom while I get ready. Is that normal? A bowl yeah, of cereal? It's a little bit weird. That's really weird. bowl of cereal in the bathroom is weird. I think so. Like, think of the germs in there. Yeah, it's my germs, though. Who cares? I'll be, like, in the bathroom, door open, bowl of cereal, quick bathroom break. <laughs> no! Put on my eyebrows. No! I can't be the only one that hates this. And in looking at the text line, I'm mm-hmm. thankful to see that I am not. Uh, a lot of texts rolling in saying eating in the bathroom is a big no. I think that it depends what bathroom. What if you were in... What Wasn't there a bathroom in Edmonton that just won cleanest bathroom in... It won, Canada. it won best bathroom and it's at a clothing store. Oh. So that to me is a little bit less nasty. Yeah, but who's bringing in or a sandwich nobody... to a clothing store? <laughs> Good point. Why are you eating in here in the first place? This text says, I work in a grocery store and it's amazing how many people you can watch walk into the bathroom with food all the time. And I don't think they mean that they're eating the food in there. They're just taking their groceries into oh. the bathroom, which is nasty. Like if you're going to use the... Dumper at Sobeys, you gotta go first, right? Yeah, but when you gotta go, you gotta go. Like if you're mid shopping spree and you open, you leave up the your... you leave the cart before you pay because nobody can steal it at that point. Sarah does agree. There's a difference between a work and a home bathroom. You're only in a work bathroom for one reason, whereas at home you could just be getting ready so you can eat cereal, corn pops. It's so fascinating to me because you seem to be in a bathroom more than anyone I know, physically on a toilet. To the point where I think you would starve if you didn't eat in a bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Like if you hear three songs in a row in our morning show, it's because Ryder's in a bathroom. (laughs) So you know. On the way, three songs in a row. (laughs) We are going to give away some Hanson tickets. Here's how you can get qualified. I have five family band questions for Lisa. Uh, ranging from meh to like, whoa, who's like, going to get that? Like hard. Okay. Real hard. So you have to text us right now at 780-784-7107 with how many of these five questions Lisa's going to get right. And if you're correct, you are qualified to win the tickets. Okay. So let's give people about, uh, I don't know, 10 seconds. You want to sing some Hanson while we wait? I wanted to do that last part just by myself. That's why I did it too okay. fast. So one, two, three, four, five, or zero is... Uh... I know what I'd put my money on. <laughs> I'm so bad at trivia. Every time I'm in somebody's trivia group, I just pretend I know the answers, but I wait until someone else yells out an answer and I kind of say it at the same time as them. I remember one time you uh, <laughs> just pretending to read the menu when the trivia yeah. question was asked. It's so, like, I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do this. Question number one, family band trivia for tickets to see Hanson. Brian, Carl, and Dennis 
were brothers of this band who loved the beach. The Beach Boys. That is correct. Was that too easy of a clue? Yes. One for one. The UK band Oasis formed in 1991 and included brothers Noel and Liam. What was their last name? Gallagher. Dang. That was quick. In January 1970, this band's song, I Want You Back, topped Jackson the bill. Five. I can name the Jacksons, too, if you want, including the replacement Jackson that came in when Jermaine left in, uh, I think it was 68. Okay, I thought you were bad at trivia. Now, all of a sudden, you're just a family band whiz. Let's see. Who is the youngest Jonas brother? Jonas. Jonas Jonas. Hey, don't steal my joke. Well, you always like to start the rumor that there is a fourth Jonas brother. Mm -hmm. Jonas. No, that's not my answer. Uh, I'm going to go with Joe is the youngest, but I feel like that might be wrong. Frankie is the answer. <sighs> uh, the they I do... should have known because Joe is having a second baby already. What's wrong with me? Yeah, they have a younger brother that's not in the band. Oh. He's, so <laughs> he's eight years younger than the others. Oh, well, I didn't know that. And his name is Frankie. Okay, well, how many have I gotten right so far? Three, three out of Three out of four. Three out of four, okay. Last question. Name the twin sister indie rock duo from Calgary, Alberta. Tegan and Sarah Quinn. I even know their last name. Okay. What? That so is... cocky. Uh, so anybody who guessed four, I'm surprised. I'm surprised too. But you're qualified to uh, win the tickets to Hanson. We'll make that draw coming up in a sec. I can't believe you didn't ask me the names of the Hanson brothers. That's so weird. Well, I think it was four Hanson would you like to Zach, tell oh my Isaac God. and Joshua isn't there a Taylor oh yeah right here's an I told you so moment uh oh every time I have raw oysters you're like you sure you want to do that and I'm like yes it's like my favorite food and I'll just gulp them down uh, a guy died after he caught a bacterial infection from a one in a billion bad oyster <gasps> here's trace back to a crab house in Fort Lauderdale he got sick it's risky. And ended up passing. It is interesting because about one out of every 10 times I eat fresh oysters, I'll get a little sick. I just don't understand the appeal anyway sick. because they taste like cold boogers. That's what it tastes like. I thought you claimed that you had never eaten a booger. I haven't. Okay. But if I did, mm. that's what I would. Listen, I got, I got no, my I told you so moment no, now. I've literally never eaten a booger. I'm so sick and tired of you trying to push that narrative. I have never in my life eaten a booger. Unless I was crying really hard and it like snot came down. That's the vibe I get from oysters. It's like soggy, slimy boogs. So enjoy your oysters, everyone. We all made some pretty tragic choices when it came to uh, what we were wearing to school. Maybe you have photo evidence from your school photos when you thought you were just killing it. Uh, we'd like you to submit those. Hit us up at 780-784-7107. Use the word yikes in the text, and you were qualified to win a back-to-school shopping spree from West Edmonton Mall for your kids or yeah, whatever. You don't even have to. It doesn't have to be a back-to-school. Nobody's going to check to make sure you're going to school you could just shop for yourself yeah that's true uh what was your biggest fashion fail do you think when you were younger i would wear these silk pajama pants to school and they had bowling balls 
and pins oh, all over them and they were shiny and I would wear them with red DCs. <laughs> what grade were you in? Grade seven. That is the trashiest so thing I've bad. ever heard. I don't think you understand how bad it no, was. No, that sounds pretty bad. I think I do understand. <laughs> they were from winners. They were cool. <laughs> <laughs> More like losers. <laughs> We are joined by Janine from Find Edmonton. First of all, tell us about your amazing organization. So we do two things really, really well. We take in donations from the community of furniture and home goods to support folks who are moving out of homelessness into a home through the Housing First program. And then we also have a couple of retail locations where we sell lower cost uh, goods to the community. Now, where can people donate? You're doing a donation drive soon, aren't you? We are. So on August 20th, we are teaming up with the Bissell Center and doing the ultimate donation drive uh, where you can bring in clothing, furniture, home goods, all that stuff to 5120 122nd Street near the Lansdowne community in uh, Edmonton. Give us some examples of what you're looking for specifically. Couches, love seats, TV stands, standing dressers, apartment-sized kitchen tables. And you guys are uh, very present on social media. So if you want to know more about Find Edmonton, where can people find you? So we are online everywhere uh, at FindYEG on all the social platforms or www.findedmonton.com. And you help us bring in the community. It's all about community and ending homelessness, and we can do it together. What I love is on your Twitter you guys will give updates on how many kids are moving out of homelessness thanks to donations that have no helped. Out. Yeah, no, it's pretty amazing. So make sure you're following along on social media, like Janine said.